Cool. So and go. It's it's uh. Welcome to another episode of From the Corner. I just want to shout out my one sponsor, Hansa. They've always been with me. Thank yes. you. Uh, today we're oh, going to talk about we're going to Savannah, Jared, your sponsor, Rugani, or you got someone else to this week? Uh, well, I just finished, but this is homebrew for the boys. We're going to talk about the bantamweight division. We're going to talk about the featherweight division. We're going to talk about the welterweight division. And the we're band? definitely going to talk about the lightweight division because Dustin Poirier is back, baby boy. Oh, What's he, up, Papa G? Oh, he is back. He is back. I'm so excited, <laughs> man. I can't wait. I literally, I've been waiting for so long to have uh, a Dustin Poirier fight, bro. Or to watch. I it. think we all have. And with Dan Hooker, I mean, you yeah. against so a stud excited. like Dan Hooker, this is yeah. the this is the this is the warm up show. Then we're gonna have a proper preview show, yeah. and then maybe we won't, but we'll definitely have a breakdown show. As we well. probably won't. Um, we're probably going to, but uh, <laughs> Dan Dan Hooker's a stud. Dan Hooker is an absolute stud, and uh, this is probably the biggest fight in lightweight right now because the winner. Is probably the next in line. You know, the the guys that are lurking up there is only Tony Gaethje and Khabib. Oh, so man. the it's, winner of this fight, it's huge for the division. It's so deep, dude. It it is so deep. I can't I, I can't tell you how excited I am. It's gonna be oh man, but it's, you know what? It's gonna be so weird watching two studs uh, go at it with uh, no crowd though. Hey, don't you think? Dude, watching all these fights have been so weird without an audience yeah Agreed. totally it's, it's strange eh? it's um, quite cool actually being able to hear what the coaches and everything are saying uh, yeah. i guess really work in max's um case but um it's cool for us sometimes to actually hear what they're saying yeah i mean like uh, you, you hear each and every uh blow like those kicks to the body are just like nuts it's yeah. like yeah. Uh, uh. It is a rough sport. I mean, I, I've been watching football as well, and not having a crowd is crazy. Um, you, 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 very into the game. And what they've actually done on some of the channels is they've made like a slight crowd noise. And when the player kicks the ball past the post, they make it a bit like they make the crowd pop a bit, and it actually makes it a bit more entertaining. Because watching a game with no crowd in football is, um, it's one of the, it's it, it's really weird. Yeah, it's quite eerie. Dude, that and was having one of the th yeah, no noise. That was one of the okay. things that I was actually going to ask you about because football's back. And I was, that was one of the specific things I was going to say uh, to you. like, what do you think of the auto function? Um, you able to switch off the auto like crowd sound kind of vibe? Um, for me, I, so I actually just, um, I, I streamed off two different TVs when I watched the last two games that I watched. The one had it, the one didn't. The one I was using Sky, the one I was using a different channel. So I, I didn't have a, the, I was watching it with a mate, so I didn't have the function of changing it. But um, when I watched it with the crowd noise, it was actually a little bit more entertaining. Uh, like I said earlier, yeah, having absolutely no noise, was it was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but because, I, because I've always been, a, I've played football for the last 15 years and I've, I've always been in a football environment, um, I knew exactly what was happening. But it was it was yeah seriously weird to watch a game with with no sound uh, in terms of the crowd because the, yeah. the crowd is everything the crowd is everything in MMA as well. It's so yeah. strange, dude. Like uh, I mean, especially when I when I watched the football, um, it it was 
I couldn't be, I heard the sound and then I turned the TV up and I was like, oh, wow, that's uh, that's like an automated uh, crowd sound, which is crazy. Um, but yeah. That's messed with my head because I know that no one's there. So hearing sounds, it would just be weird. Yeah, it's super strange. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, but I mean, listen, they're doing what they can do to make the product as entertaining as possible for for you know and this is unprecedented so everybody is trying to learn from each other you know yeah and i think that i think that the, yeah the networks do it as well because um they obviously split testing they see okay cool does it do, do more audience drop off when there's no sound as to do do we retain a better audience when there's when there's a little bit of sound like background noise and i think they're finding that uh people are more entertained when there's a bit of a crowd noise it's just one of those things that's ingrained in us we we know I'm like I'm yeah. ingrained in me. I'm not used to watching it without uh, yeah. sound. But but we do need to talk about the main gangster Mike Perry because he's also uh, on the <laughs> yeah. card. And his, <laughs> and, his, and his one uh, man corner. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like before we get uh, yes, it's, yeah, no, definitely Mike Perry. You actually threw me there. We're going straight to the co-man event, but um, I just because we've got to do listen, it. We got to be honest yeah. uh, with the listeners here. This is third time yeah. lucky in one week. Eh? We've tried and tried and tried and tried <laughs> again, and finally we are here <laughs> recording an episode of From the Corner. So it's good to see you, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, now, now, before before we start talking about the the card this week, do you did any of you guys watch any of the uh, fights from last week? Of I course, was, I was going to say absolutely everyone, but I'd be lying. I only watched the main event, but that's the main one. Blades versus Volkov. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, so so did, did you watch that? Fight? Yes, what, I did. You know, but what, was that, what, was that, what was that, Granny J? I thought that was so boring. <laughs> it, it wasn't that's super what, entertaining, yeah. Yeah, that's what the natural uh, casual fan would say. But, you know, at the end of the day, for a um, for a not even casual fan, it was a pretty boring fight, man. I actually I, enjoyed it. Uh, I'm like, I understand that grappling and all that kind of stuff is a part of the sport. But when it is just a grappling five rounds, I'm just like, nah, nah. No, well, I mean, there were, there were ups and downs and there were moments. But I don't know if it was, um, you know, I don't know. Between. Like, it, it, it's... It's personal preference. It's uh, what <laughs> style you enjoy the most, and like a no, lot, you know. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. I, 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 per- I personally agree, and I think a kickboxing match with those guys would have been better. It would have been a lot more entertaining. But I don't think Curtis Blades could take that chance. And uh, yeah, he had to do what he had to do. Yeah, definitely. If the Josh Emmett fight was the main event, I mean Dude, that fight was. I mean brutal. Dan, did you even watch that fight, bro? It was I saw the highlights. Yeah, I saw the highlights, yeah. Watch the whole fight. It is insane. Yeah, dude. Like that was you guys are you guys are saying Josh Emmett should have been the main the main event. Uh I mean look the 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 main event uh, was supposed I mean is was Curtis Blades and and Volkov. I mean, those are the big boys, eh? Um don't forget that. Like Volkov is like uh, six seven or something to that effect. And um, Curtis Blades has beaten over him. He's the only people 
person he's really lost to twice, unfortunately, at the moment is is Francis, and he and Francis is the number one contender, and he's yeah. like yeah. bitching and moaning and and uh, saying that oh well he he can't fight uh, anybody else but for the title, and uh, the guy in line for the title knocked him out twice. Yeah. You know, it's tough. it's tough. I, I'm like, I mean, definitely they deserve the main fight. I'm just going in terms of entertainment. Yeah. I would put well, look, we we all we all want entertainment, but we can't have uh, we can't have Nganu every weekend because that guy entertains like hell. <laughs> <laughs> so if if Blade, Blades can go on a five fight win streak, he's not going to get another matchup with front. Like Nganu is just going to keep going. Yeah. I don't okay. think he's going to be able to fight him again. Yeah, and then and then another one, dude. Just I mean, before we go to to the main card of this, I mean, shit, we've only been talking for like twelve minutes, um, but Bilal Muhammad, dude, he's he's another one to watch out for. Uh, he he beat Lyman Good, who's another uh, beast. I don't know if you remember the shame. I mean, he's been off. He's been on the wrong side of a few very good fights, old Lyman Good. He, it's, he's definitely someone still to watch out for. Um, he actually lost his dad like four days before the fight or a week before the fight, which was uh, something to, in in terms of like looking at a guy's mindset and uh, seeing what these guys put themselves through and the fact that he was still able to go there, go out there and, and, and fight just after he's lost, he'd lost his dad is insane. Sure. Yeah, you do. You've mentioned um, you've mentioned Bilal Muhammad, I think, and he's uh, pulled up the card. I see he's seventeen and three. Um, so yeah, I've heard you say his name before. It's crazy. What? So Lyman Good's father passed away four days before his fight. Yeah, a, a week, a week or so before. I'm not sure how long, but I think it was a week, a week or so. It's crazy how these what these guys put themselves through because it's such an individual sport. Um, obviously, yeah, they have a team, but I the mean, fighter I... is is the main ingredient in the team, and I think. With with baseball, cricket, soccer, even even some even sports like tennis, like yeah. if someone if the if someone's parent passes away four days before their match, they they're not gonna go to they're not gonna be there. So it's just yeah. crazy what MMA guys do. Like they they just they're just another breed. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, look at Co- Cody Stamen, for instance. Cody Stamen, yeah, exactly. uh, also with his brother. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's two two cards in a row where someone's lost someone super close. Yeah, it's yeah. absolute craziness. But I have to be honest with that fight. The, when I first watched it, I was like, no, I seriously thought Good should have won it. And then I watched it again, and I kind of, I still kind of thought it could have gone Good's way. I don't know. It, I mean, it, put it this way: if it was a five rounds, it was a pretty close fight, dude. It was. It was, it was pretty super close. close. If it was five rounds, good would have had it because he basically had Muhammad rocking. Yeah. Well, no, I think Bilal, uh, No, uh, it was a unanimous decision. I think. Um, I think uh, Muhammad yeah. definitely did did work, and I definitely don't think he lost a round. The third round was the closest. But um, yeah, I'm saying he was getting rocked hard in that third round. So if it carried on, I think he may have actually been knocked out. It was close, dude. It was close. I didn't see any with any. Sort if it, of, yeah, uh, I was going to say if it means anything, um, I will be watching 
Muhammad's next fight and Good's next fight. Okay, uh, cool, cool, cool. Because I've just heard such a good review from. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the la- the last thing I want to say about this card was Jim Miller, dude, equals uh, Cowboy Cerrone's uh, walk uh, UFC fight record. So he's tied most uh, walks in the UFC. Um, he was fighting what was a hype train of Roosevelt Roberts, who'd recently beaten. Uh, what was his name? Brock Weaver at one of the oh, yeah. recent uh, Apex uh, shows came out. This guy was 10 and 1, only had lost one early on in his career. I think he did uh, the, the Ultimate Fight and whatnot. Jim Miller, absolute gangster, comes out, switches it up, gets a, a sweet armbar to, to finish. Yeah. It was an amazing uh, event, uh, 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 finish. It was a great finish and so quick as well. Yeah, bro. It was so cool. But uh, yeah, now we can move on to to the that. Wait, wait, wait. Are we literally seriously going to just go past that whole Max story? What? Come on, well, let's hear it. Full, full ass, pull so, me in. I tell don't us, know tell us about tell us about. <laughs> so Max, um, end of second round, about to go into third round, just starts telling his coach, no. Um, oh, Roshkov. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm done. done. Yeah, I've I've seen um I've seen fighters talk about that, and I've seen I saw Daniel Cormier and Ariel Hawani had a little bit of a difference of opinion there, where um Ariel thinks it's disgusting, you know, what is the coach doing? Fighter says it's over, it's over, and Daniel said sometimes you need a bit of a bit of encouragement. What do you think? No, totally. Yeah, um, I think. It's it's tough. It's a tough position to be in as a cornerman, not having had any experience um, being a cornerman, not having any experience in MMA, but having an experience in terms of sport and uh, albeit a very heavily contact sport. But I remember there were days where I felt down in my, in, in when I was playing like rugby when they when your coaches just said come on you you guys really have to get through this this is this is your time this is yeah this is what separates the 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 talent from the gifted etc etc go out there and yeah. give it your all change your mindset from being a defeatist to to the rocky story basically i'm getting beaten up for two rounds and i come out and i get a flying kick and knock the guy out in the last dying five seconds i think that's, that's what funny. his coach was going for and being at his his only sixth professional fight, I think you got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. There's no shame in quitting on the stool, but I think no. with with a little bit more experience, he could have um, he could have definitely have had a different mindset and gone out on his shield. Um, uh, and and I think I saw Daniel Cormier. I think it was a, a quote that said uh, that's going to live with him for a while. No, no, totally. But I mean, I've also, I went, I've seen so many interviews about this. Um, and the first thing is, is that, uh, what's his coach's name? It's Roberts? Um, no, I think um, the coach's name's Drysdale, Robert Drysdale. No, Robert Drysdale, yeah. Now, Max and Robert have been living together for two years. So not only his coach, he actually knows this guy's attitude and he knows how he thinks. And this is what Daniel Cormier was also saying, that a lot of people don't realize. So the, um, Robert knew exactly what Max 
was thinking and what his mind was going through. And he was going, no, listen, stop thinking like that. You can do this. And he kept trying to tell him. And then I saw an interview with Robert also going um, that Max, after the fight, has actually said, you are right. I shouldn't have actually stopped. Oh, wow. Can I just... Yeah, go for it, Papa. You, my boy, where did this come from? You're, you are, you got deep involved in that, hey? <laughs> I like it, I like it. But he, but he, so, but he said, he also said afterwards that he took the fight on short, well, I mean, he, he did take the fight on short he, notice. He had no, he had no oh, gas okay. in the tank, dude. He, but, but was I it four days notice? Was it six days notice? What did he... Uh, uh, I think it was four days. I think it was four days. Yeah, that's very short notice. Yeah, it dude, should I not mean, have been. You, you got all that, you don't really have gas in the tank. I mean, no, no, he, he hadn't been doing any cardio, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah, imagine yeah. how much his lungs must have been burning. Yeah, that's he, terrible. He must have been suffering to breathe, the the bright lights, everything. Look, it's it's one of those things. I think he's still inexperienced. But I do think, I think I liked the way Dana handled it. Dana said that he's going to get a, a, an opportunity. He's going to get a second chance. So I think that's cool. I think that, that, that that's going to be right of them. And Dana also stood up hectically for the fact that fighters can quit. They should quit. If they know that they're going to lose or they're going to get stuffed up, that they must say, actually, I don't want to go back in. Well, also, just like to it. save themselves from damage, from, from no, exactly. damage. It's they like could... there is nothing wrong with that at all. If you know that you're beaten, call it quits. Don't go in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so... We we moved to, oh my word! I'm just looking at the card for the for this weekend. Uh, the, you guys, the, you, you guys know we, we we skipped over Raquel Pennington. Why did no one talk about Raquel? Did you watch this? Not very nice. Of course, <laughs> saw the highlights. <laughs> but if it means anything, I'm watching Raquel's next fight. Yeah, even uh, listen, yeah. I'm I'm exactly the same. I just think, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I've just had a bit of a struggle, and and I just think the 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 fight was low pace, grinding. I know there was a lot of pressure, and she wanted to play it safe, and or, or whatever. I just thought it it was just a, a it was a grinding fight. It was one. It wasn't one of those very entertaining affairs. You know. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Okay, well, I I want to just apologize to the listeners. Just for bringing that up. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, well, let's look. I mean, it's great to get, I mean, it's good to see Pennington um, in the in the uh, winner's column because if she had lost that fight, she would her record, her professional record would be 6-6. Six and six. Or, yeah. No, 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 or 10-10. and 10. No, no. Let me just 10. check quickly. It's 11-9. No, it, it would have been 10-10, ten and 10, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, yeah. You know but she won but she won so she she's won, back exactly so now she's she's moving she's moving i'm on a up. i'm a pennington fan i just no. uh yeah it wasn't wasn't but, a good fight i even i watched the highlights and there weren't really any but so, her, fiance, anyway, her fiance tisha torres um it, she she fought on the undercard and they both won so great uh can imagine the celebrations on the on the on the <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, we can all imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to back to Josh Emmett. 
Guys, did you guys actually see that yesterday <laughs> was um, um, Joe Rogan's 18th year that he joined the UFC? Oh, his 18th anniversary yeah, of being a commentator, yeah. Joe Rogan's one of the best. You know, the only guy I compare to Joe Rogan is The Rock from Claremont. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> the, Joe, the Rogan of Rondebosch. What are you talking about? And obviously you, bro. I'm talking about the, the pod, bro. Um, no, I, I pulled up. Over. I pulled up. I pulled up the card. I pulled up the card for fight night. Do you guys want to preview it? I've got it up in front of me as well. I'm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Jean Valente so, versus Maurice Green, man. That's gonna be. Well, fun. that's that's exactly what I wanted to talk about, and it's at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I'm super excited for that. Cool. Well, I mean, you take it away. I think well, you probably know a bit more about Valente than me. Okay, well, basically, there was a there was a women's bantamweight um, fight that that has somewhat been cancelled, which was I was quite excited to see. Uh, Aspen Lad, yeah. Um, Why is that? I'm not quite sure because it, it must have only been released. I mean, only been cancelled recently. So very strange. Um, I always I like I, always, I, always I like enjoy... Aspen. Ladd. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I was going to say I like I like Aspen Lad a lot ever since she fought. Was it was it Aspen Lad that fought Cyborg? No, 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 no. Uh, who was who was uh, she fought Holly Holm, and she uh, yeah. got. Sorry, it was. I remember it being very one sided, but I always liked her after that. Yeah, but it was also again. somewhat controversial. Uh, so yeah, it was it was an interesting well interesting one. It's um, not. It's not a very exciting fighter. He's been around for for a while that I quite enjoy. Um, but yeah, Jean mm. Vellante, he's he's a part of uh, Sarah Longo's team with Ali Quinta and uh, Aljo and uh, Mar- uh, Marab Dvashvili and Chris Weidman, all those dudes. And um, yeah, so I've always been a fan of him. He, look, I mean, look at his record. He's seventeen and eleven. He's had a yeah. he's had a rocky road in the UFC. But he's always super entertaining. Fight week, his interviews are entertaining. He's just he's just one of those lovable guys to watch. And are you a fan of Maurice uh, Maurice Green? Yeah, the Crochet King. Well, the yeah, I think he's called the Crochet King. He he's the dude who knits beanies and stuff like that. Uh, he, he, I first uh, discovered him in Tough. He's got a little bit of a lazy eye, and um, yeah, the Crochet King, bro. And he's long, dude. How tall is Maurice Green? I mean, he, I think he's like six, two, he's two meters tall. Cheapers. 2.01 meters tall. And he's got a Have 204 you... centimeter reach. So who, who, you, who you got for the fight? Who you guys, who, who you guys I've predicting? Got, I've got Maurice Green. Uh, yeah, fight. He's coming it. off a good win. He's longer than Volante. Volante's coming up to heavyweight. He might, uh, he might the thing is maurice green he might catch him with the with the with the hand uh but also remember maurice green's been finished with lead kicks before so but i still think maurice green by tko maybe late third round otherwise it's a decision and jay he's i'd have to Totally make a guess on this because I, I don't know. know how <laughs> you don't know that. I'm gonna say Vilante. I'm gonna say Vilante. Second round knockout. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that, I mean that's I definitely plausible. 
I was going to go with green. Yeah, I think it's going to go down to decision. That's my guess. Yeah. Green decision. Do yeah. you guys? Do you guys see? Do you guys? Do you guys see something else on the card that I see? A catch weight fight. The catch weight was the uh, the oh, Sean Woodson Julian Arosa fight. Yeah. That's the one I, I see. Yeah, Woods, Woods, Arosa, Woodson Arosa. Arosa. Oh, sorry. Did you did you say that? Sorry, my bad. I, I just yeah. I, it's quite a it's become quite a trend. While when in the middle of the pandemic, people can't make weight, but they're Dana giving White, them an extra five pounds. Yeah, absolutely. And Dana White dealt with that at the uh, recent press conference, saying that the only reason he's doing catchweight bouts is because of the pandemic and the short notice fights, and yeah. that as soon as everything goes back to normal, then he's going to do completely away with them because. Quote unquote, he says they mean fucking nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Correct. Go. Sorry. Go, Jay. No, no, no. I just agree. <laughs> um, no, I was because I was saying I was saying last week that um, if a, if a guy can't make one seventy, if he if he makes a catch weight of one seventy five and he beats a welterweight, he shouldn't move up the rankings in, in at welterweight. It should be a catch weight fight or if maybe a middleweight fight. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, so I've always felt strongly about that. It's just professional to make weight, and I think Dana's right. Might as well give some catch weights to keep to keep the fighters moving because these guys need to work and make money. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to take you never want to take that away from them. But um, yeah, we need to get back to normal so that Oaks can start making the right weight classes again. Yeah, That's just something I always have thought. Com- completely agree, dude. I mean, yeah. shit, yeah. man. When is when? Yeah, I'm so keen for the fans to come back like it's it's yeah. grinding my, my my gears man but fans uh, make the entire sport fans make looking, the entire sport that's what they do yeah 100 percent. but i'm really looking I mean, forward to fight island and to seeing cool. how they're going to be able to uh transpose the the no fans kind of situation to the um to like, uh, to the, to the, like the environment, w, the bigger fights, yeah. and how they're going to affect the, um, but, uh, the, the, the end product. Yeah. Is there, is there, is there an update on fight Island? Have you guys got insight? What's happening? I still haven't seen any proper pictures. And I've what, it's Yaz Island. Before. It's Yaz Island. Oh, yeah. No, but, but I mean, I mean when the like, pictures of the rink on the beach, which is a, apparently supposed uh, to be. No, no, uh, yeah, okay. I think, I think, I suppose we just have to wait. Yeah, they're gonna do it in the countdown, I think. But, um, guys, at the beginning of this podcast, I was talking about Mike Perry, and I and I was told, guys, we'll talk about Mike Perry later. This is the time Mike Perry versus Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall is Mickey Gall's a stud, and unfortunately, on his his resume, Mickey Gall's beat CM Punk. So, unfortunately, (laughs) guys, don't blame, don't blame him for that. He had to do it. He's a company man, he was just doing his job. But uh, also re- remember that Mickey Gall's also lost to Diego Sanchez recently. Two that, fights. that can happen. Real Di- Diego Sanchez beats real men in fights. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, just, it just does happen. Did you see re- recently that Diego Sanchez and uh, um, and Stefan Bonner just went and did the, uh, I think it's a DMT mission out in the woods of uh, Texas or somewhere, uh, somewhere in the in the bushes. When was this recently? Yeah, recently. I heard. Um, I didn't hear about Sanchez. I, I, was it with Henry Cejudo? Sorry, no, I didn't hear you it was with it was with um, Joshua Fabia, everybody's favorite uh, coach, and okay. um, Diego Sanchez, and then another guy, and then Stefan Bonner. <laughs> so, imagine, 
imagine just doing DMT in the bushes. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, what's his name also did it? So Hudo. So after he retired, he went and did um, DMT in the bushes with Mark I can't remember Tyson. who it was. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's that. it. Yeah, yeah, he did it with Mike. What Tyson. happened there? I mean, what makes you go from sitting at your house eating a sandwich to going well, to the bushes? And I'm not going to say what he did. I think everybody just needs to go watch his episode with Joe Rogan. Go watch that podcast. Go yeah, watch that, that was, podcast. It was an interesting one for sure. But uh, hey, okay. So Mike Perry, dude, very interesting. He's divorced. He's got a new uh, girlfriend. His wife, Platinum Princess on instagram yeah. is still the platinum princess uh very <laughs> interesting because i mean she must have built a brand out of it uh, <laughs> and now she he's got this little ooh, sexy mama and she's the only one in the in the in the corner what do you make of it yeah. this is weird and 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 he called on her and espn ariel goes is that why is your girlfriend going to be in your corner he goes because she's like a little she's perfect she's a little peanut butter chocolate buttercup <laughs> surprisingly that is the only thing i actually saw about that interview um go for it jay no um so also so i don't know the full story but i heard that she said that he can't train with his coach why I don't know, but that's what it was like. She said, no, you cannot be with, so he left his coach. So, oh, geez, I would love to find the source that you got that from. That's the, that's, um, that is, that is interesting new news that, uh, that is just broke. I because I've never that heard some... that in my life. <laughs> I'll try and find it. I definitely thought somewhere it was someone yeah, speaking. Listen, and the, I've said, got the browser but... open. Hit me up with the, <laughs> with the source because that, that is new saucy. news. That is saucy news. But guys, we're not we're not we're not talking about Mickey Gall's ground game. What's going on here? We all you guys have talked about my Perry's girlfriend for two Are we minutes. Losing him? Are we we need losing to talk him? about Mickey Gall's ground game. No, 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 for sure, for sure. Oh, Jared, Jared, have we lost him? Oh no. Okay, well let's let's take a short recess <laughs> oh, no. until, until we get Mr. <laughs> Daniel Schmidt back on the line. <laughs> but luckily, luckily, we, we have Papa G and Grand J. Okay. <laughs> okay, but I think I'll, kick, I'll kick it from there the top. I'll kick it from the top. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the top. There we go. Are you there, boy? Okay, guys, I'll oh. say it again. I'll okay. say it again. You guys have spoken. You guys have spoken about Mike. You guys have spoken about Mike Perry's girlfriend. But what about Mickey Gall's ground game? Take us through that. Okay. So what I say to that is, we were speaking yesterday when we were trying to record this podcast yesterday. Well, I said <laughs> I think Mike Perry is the type of dude to swing wildly, get caught in a body lock, get taken down, get caught into a body triangle, and get choked out. That's he, he did i mean donald cerrone did it in a round if you got mickey gall who is a bjj super like a good black belt but the only thing worry like he won his last fight but he's fought nowhere near the same competition as uh mike perry has so yes. i give mike perry the edge in terms of the talent that he has fought because he was pushed and he had such an an epic rise 
And then you got guys like Mickey Gall who maybe lost off the bat and are still trying to work their way back and then have lost a few on the way. So I think I think Perry is good enough to he's also a natural athlete, so he's he, he will be even though he sounds like an idiot, uh will have the wherewithal and the um the mind uh, what do you call it? The wherewithal to 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 get out of certain positions. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to also see what he does without a coach in his corner now as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, he may... what, what can you do? I mean, like the guy. Yeah, no, I, mean... Do, I mean, in in his interview, he was, he said, "I want to do what I, I would want for any coach to do is just to sit back and watch the show. I've done the work." Yeah. But Danny, you back there, bro? <laughs> oh, he's back. It's. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's all, you like you are kind of there, but not. You're there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, did you hear any of that, bro? No, not at all. Okay, well, um, basically, I said Mike Perry may be stupid enough to be taken down. There we go. That's all I said. <laughs> and then so and we go from the top and, again and, and get submitted. No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to do it again. But, uh, <laughs> Fuck, but man! Think, I'm so sorry, guys. No, no. But I think I honestly think that um, Mike Perry, he, there's a strong possibility he overextends. And gets taken down and choked. Yeah. I I just found I think obviously the way that I read it, but it says the one heading says Mike Perry has ditched his coaches and cornerman for his girlfriend. Which obviously <laughs> when I read it was like his girlfriend was saying, No, they can't be there. So oh, maybe sure. that's what I Oh really? Yeah, but obviously it, it just means that he's ditched them. And now he's got his girlfriend. Okay, shit. Or, or it could be the other way around. I don't know. Oh, wow. But yeah, I mean, dude, hey, what can you do? Eh? What can you do? I mean, it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. But um, shit, man, we've, we've lost old Dan. So we're going to have to take this. We're going to have to take this, uh, this vibe out. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're basically at the end anyway. We spoke about all the vibes. No, we spoke sure, about sure. the, we didn't call the Dustin Poirier and Dan Hooker fight. Who are you calling on that? Okay, so let me just go back to that because I'll, I'll. Okay, so as a pure fan, bro, as an absolute fan, I, I say. Dustin Please Poirier. Go I've I've okay. been a Poirier fan since the beginning. Um, he is. One of my favorite fighters of all time. I love Mickey Gall. I mean, not Mickey Gall. I love Dan Hooker. He's one of my favorite brand new fighters. Um, I, I reckon da Dustin Poirier is going to take it. Uh, I believe no, it could, it's going to be a rough first round. It's going to be a rough second round. And then I think, um, I think Poirier is going to take it. Dan Hooker is yeah. a legend. He's going to, he, if anybody remembers the, the, Edson Barbosa fight that was something incredible to watch so 
I, I definitely think that uh, Dustin Poirier is going to take it, but it's going to be a war. I think it's going to be a war. Yeah, I think both guys are going to come out pretty hurt, and they're both going to yeah. require quite a bit of layoff. But I think the next, the one who wins that is the next in line after Gaethje yeah. to, to no, totally. fight whoever the winner of the lightweight title is. Yeah. No, I was, I was hoping that you're going to go for Hooker so that at least it will be some competition between us. But oh, so you're going Poirier as well. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Dan is as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dan is as well. <laughs> But anyway, man. Um, hey, this has been a fun one. It was a good test uh, to see yeah, the, right, new, cool. the new stuff. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, we got through most of it, so it's all good. Yeah, we got through. Well, we got through the majority of it, bro. We got yeah. we got to everything but the main event. So, totally. um, shot for 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 pulling in for from the corner, Mister Granny J. It's always good to see you, my man. And, yeah, bro. Um, for all the from the corner listeners who listen to Papa Jesus and all that kind of jazz, thanks for listening. If you're a UFC fan, it's uh, cool to have you guys listening to the show. And if you're not, I hope you guys become fans of the show so you guys can uh, geek out on the, the sport that we love so much. And uh, obviously, with the new sports that are going to be coming out soon uh, or starting soon, we're going to be covering a lot of that. I mean, uh, I've watched a couple of... Uh, the new New Zealand rugby promotion, uh, uh, the Super Rugby, Artura Tua, I can't remember what the actual name is, but um, they're back and they're full. What do you think of that, Jared? They've got full crowds, no masks, no nothing. No, They've got two COVID cases in the last three weeks or whatever. Yeah, where's that? New Zealand. New Zealand. So I heard Australia just had their first death. Wow, wow. Well, I thought they were they had conquered that. But Yeah. Um, and they're crazy. blaming New Zealand. <laughs> wow, crazy man. But um, hey, they they are trying to do their best as as we are all are. Um so yeah, thanks for listening to the show guys. Look forward to UFC Fight Night Austin at the UFC Apex. It's South African time starts the main card starts at 2 a.m. Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker in the main event. Mike Perry yeah, versus Mickey yeah. Gall in the co-man. It should be a crazy night of fights. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are. Yeah. Yeah. This is from the corner. That's Granny J, Jared's World. And this is Papa G. And for Daniel Schmidt, we say cheers. Peace out, guys. <laughs>